It's now time for the Golden Valley Bowls program on your Saturday morning. Live and local on 1FM. Welcome to the GV Bowl Show with Bowling Brian. Ashley Williamson in the chair for the first time this season as well. Good morning, Stats, and good morning, Ashley, my special guest today. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Good to be back for the new season. And I'll kick the program off with an old favourite of mine, the three things I learnt this week. (laughs) Uh, The first one is that Paul Warren has departed Shepparton Park, which is big news. He's been there for a number of years. Um, Where he'll go, well, that's debatable. Uh, Number two, Peter Lasseur hasn't committed to any club this season. Uh, The odds are he won't play at Tatura Hilltop. And there's three clubs uh, interested in um, Peter, who's who's a very good bowler. And they are Marupna, Shep Park and East Shepparton. So, interesting um, scenario. Marupna might pick up two skips there, Brian. You never know. And Paul Nichols and Kate Bush won the mixed state pairs last Sunday at Shepparton Park. And that's the third time Paul Nichols has won the event. And each time it's been with a different partner, a different lady. Yeah, look... uh Obviously in really good form. I know he had some health issues during the off-season and it's great to see him back out on the green. I, sort of, I, I, I owe a lot of my bowls development to Paul in his time at Chet Park. He sort of really gave me a, a good opportunity in Division 1 to play third under him and learnt a lot and it's it's great that he's still uh, you know having a lot of success on the greens after you know what he's, what he's dealing with with his health and things like that. And obviously Kate's bowling really well as well, so well done to those two. Yeah, they, they bowl exceptionally well. They were the favourites to win the event and they um, cert- certainly uh, dominated the um, each game they played. A big move for you, Ash, from um, your spiritual home, Shepparton Park, to East Shepparton. What triggered the departure? Oh, look, I think it was a number of things. Um, obviously, Daniel Nichols coming back on board as coach at East Shep. And, you know, we sat down and had a chat and you were there as well, Brian, and he sort of had a bit of a vision for the club. And um, I think that sort of really appealed to me. Obviously, at Chet Park, um, since Paul Nichols has stopped coaching, uh, there hasn't really been much structure there. And, um, you know, someone sort of leading, you know, what they're trying to do and there's there's no real vision there. And uh, I'm sort of a big person that, you know, when I play bowls, you know, I, I'm really committed to it and I want it, want there to be some purpose to it, not just sort of turning up and practicing and then playing on Saturday. And, you know, some of the, the things that Daniel, you and I spoke about really appealed to me that, you know, obviously Sheps on the bottom in division one and didn't have a lot of success across their Saturday pennant grades last year. Um, but he's sort of trying to put some things in place to rectify that over the next three seasons. So, um, I, I want to be a part of that and obviously the opportunity to skip. Um, you know, last year I was sort of stuffed around a little bit at Chet Park. Um, you know, the two, two seasons ago I was playing third to Paul Nichols and then last season dropped back to a second and there was no real sort of clear messaging as to why that was and um, that was a little bit disheartening, I guess. And, you know, most people, we've all got egos, Brian, and we, we all want to feel wanted and, and things like that and the fact that sort of Daniel and yourself reached out and... 
um, you know, put something to me that, you know, sounded really appealing in terms of, you know, helping me take my bowls to another step was, was really good. And I think, you know, in, in my mind, you know, my, the decision's been vindicated, even though it hasn't translated to, you know, on green success for, for East Shep. You know, we haven't won in the first two rounds, but sort of knowing what's going on at Shep Park behind the scenes, I've still got a finger on the pulse and, you know, it's, it's a bit of a mess, to be honest, you know, with some of their selection and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, you know, you've seen that this week with Paul Warren walking out on the club. Um, a lot of the things that were sort of happening behind the scenes, and, and I know because I was on selection at Shep Park for a time, um, you, you know, not a lot's changed. And so in my mind, it makes me think that moving to East Shep's been a, a fresh start for me and um, none of that sort of stuff's going on behind the scenes. I can just play bowls and, and, and try and get better every week skipping and, you know, the opportunities that will come away this year will be, you know, really beneficial. You know, I'll, you know, I'll lose some games and I might win a few as well, but um, the opportunity to test myself against the best skips in the competition really appealed. And have you noticed the change in how, or a significant change in how the two clubs prepare for match day? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, like we sort of... Um, try to implement some things this week, obviously leading into Shep Golf today. And, you know, they're the benchmark. And I, I think it's, you know, really important. I, I'm a big sort of person for preparation in my professional life as a teacher and, and obviously playing lawn bowls as well. Like I don't play a lot of GV events or I don't play any state events or any tournaments and things like that. So pennant's it for me. And I, I sort of really do take it seriously, um, you know, in terms of looking at who the opposition's got and, you know, what sort of plan we're going to try and go in with. And I think um, with Daniel on board as coach, you know, he's been really open and receptive to implementing a few little things in terms of, you know, um, trying to prepare during the week um, for who, who we've got coming up and forming a bit of a game plan and a bit of a, trying to get us into a mindset, I guess, whereas Shep Park, we sort of used to um, practice was a bit sort of non-existent really. And um, we'd turn up on Saturday and we'd have a bit of a chat before the game, but... Um, it sort of felt a bit more disjointed and everyone was sort of more for, them, more for themselves sort of thing and just worrying about what they were doing as opposed to having that structure as a, as a 16 and as a whole club in general. Yeah, well, Daniel Nichols has created a, a real buzz around the club with good numbers of training. Yep. Yeah, look, and I think that was the one of the really big things in the off-season and you know, sort of talking to some of the, the stalwarts of, of East Shepherd and... They um they said that, that you know the enthusiasm around the practice in the preseason's never been greater um and you know being involved in that and you know I really wanted to make sure that I tried to make a good first impression and turned up to all those practice sessions and really gave Daniel um the support in that sense and a lot of the other members did as well they could see that you know he does have a really clear vision and might come off parts of it might come off parts might not but at least there's a plan there and we're actually all striving for something together and that's to try and get all the um grades of saturday and tuesday pennant up up near the top of the ladder and um you know competing for premierships yes well as you touch on it's been a disappointing start for east shep division one losing two games they would have considered winnable to marupna and hilltop yeah look we really sort of saw the Marupna game as a, as a golden opportunity to try and get that first win on the board. And I know last year, obviously, East only won two games. And, you know, we've got a bit of a target in mind that we're hoping to try and double that. And, you know, beating Marupna round one would have been ideal towards that and would have really given us a lot of confidence going into the Hilltop game last week. But it wasn't to be. And, you know, we've got some things to work on. And I just think, obviously, coming from such a low 
base, I guess, second second bottom last year, we sort of are in a process of we need to learn how to win, I guess. Um, you know, win rinks and, and in tight situations. And the only way we're going to get better is by putting ourselves in those positions more often. And, you know, we're probably going to lose a few times before we learn how to win. You know, the penny will slowly sort of start to drop, hopefully. But, um, you know, we've just got to stay patient and, and trust, you know, in what we're working towards and, you know, stick stick with Daniel and, and hopefully the results will turn our way. Well, your rink, um, you're, you're skipping and... You defeated Darren Kelly first up. You were only ringed at one over there, but you only went down by six shots against Marupna. And uh, on a on a green that was, uh, you know, early season, um, probably didn't have a lot of pace and that in it. So it's a lot different than playing at East. And you were away again last week and probably very disappointing um, performance, I thought, against Hilltop, mm. who had a convincing win with only Peter Dunning's rink successful. But you had two players out from your rink last week in Vince Lear, the lead, and Don Dickinson, second. Yeah, look, and I think that's, you know, that's always a challenge with player unavailabilities and things like that. And I guess sort of um, when you're not at the top of the ladder and things like that, that tends to be more of an issue. There's a little bit more, um, there's not as much stability, I guess, in your overall 16. Whereas you look at the sides at the top of the ladder, they don't sort of tend to have many in or out because, you know, the pressure for spots is is there every week and you don't sort of want to miss a game because you're worried you won't go back in. So um, I guess as we're building, um, hopefully, you know, we can build that state stability across who we think our top 16 is and, build that continuity playing with each other knowing you know our preferences and things like that um you know it was good good win in round one for our rink personally but um and and not so good last week but uh, and that's that's just how it's going to be we're going to ride the ups and downs throughout the year with our results and that's all part of trying to develop that consistency i think for east across all the grades and and you know learning how to bowl at a similar level week after week well, a big test today against the mean machine, Shepparton Golf, the juggernaut of the comp for about eight seasons now and probably more. With And you've got both Whippet, which is Warren Bovel and Chris Johnson missing two um, thirds who have been in pretty good touch early in the season. Yeah, look, and, you know, though, it, it, although it doesn't help, it, um, it does give some opportunities for, for Barry Rutherford, who's come across from Tally Garupna with Vince Lear, and um, Les Norton will step up, step up and play third as well. So, um, you know, it'll be an ultimate litmus test for those two and for, for all of us, really. Like, we're under no illusions that Chep Golf are going to be the benchmark again this year. Um, obviously, with, with Brad Orbach coaching them and... Um, I think it'll be a really good eye-opener for us to see. I mean, obviously, you know, guys who have been at East in past years have seen what they're like and what they're capable of. We look a little bit different this year in bringing in a couple of players and Daniel being back, but I think it'll be a good eye-opener for us to see where we've got to get to and just to see the way that they approach the game. And, you know, we've sort of talked about a few things during the week to be aware of going into today. And, um, you know, it's going to be a tough task for us, but, um, you know, we're up for the challenge. Yeah, well, that's good. Good to um, hear, Ash. I know um, the club's been preparing for this. Um, they don't want to get blown off the um, park, for want of a better word. Uh, and 
Just to touch on a few of our newer players at the club, mm-hmm. um, Ian Anderson, come from Packenham, showing a bit of promise. Yeah, look, I had him as my second last week, and um, he's moved over rinks this week with Vince Lear and Don Dickinson coming back to where they were in my side in round one. But he was probably our best player in my rink last week against Hilltop. He, he played really well as a second. Um, he's played a lot as a lead. Um, when he was playing down at Pakenham, he's moved up here with with his wife. They're living over in Marupna, and um, yeah, re- really nice fella. Get gets him out nice, left hander like me. So that that's um, he bowls with the right hand. Um, but yeah, look, he's going to be a really good good one looking forward, and really keen to to learn. And um, you know, good good teammate. So I'm confident he'll be you know someone to watch in the in the next year or so. And Peter Lawson, who. Joined the club last year, but didn't play Saturday pennant from mm. memory. Just played midweek. Yep. Keen as mustard, and he's really stepped up his game uh, over the the off season and with um, continual practice. And he's been showing a lot of promise too as a leader. Yeah, and I think um, that just sort of goes to show what having a coach and having a structure in place can do for players like Peter Lawson. You know, Daniel's really. Um, shown faith in him he's been leading for Daniel in on the last couple of Saturdays and in the practice games as well and Peter's there practicing all the time um you know just leading and pra- focusing on drawing and hitting the same line over and over and over again and you know that's the sort of players that we really need to take the club to the next step those ones who are just c- keen to get better all the time and practice and put the work in and um you know he's He's probably been a little bit nervous and a little bit sort of uptight. You know, it's it it is can be quite daunting stepping up and playing Division One, especially leading when the pressure's on to try and get as close as you can. But he's going to get better every week, and you know, it's those sorts of players that 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 need the opportunity. And and you know, in the next year or so, we'll see the fruits of that labour. I think. I think we will. Um, I think the only way is definitely up, and I think. We've, you've got to you've got to um, experience a few disappointments when you've got so many new players, and as you say, a few playing out of position at the moment, and we haven't had a we haven't had a home match, so this will be this will um, be home game for Division One and Two, their first matches at home this year. So let's hope it's a successful day. Uh, I think it's time for a word from some of our valued sponsors. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelargoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. One FM sponsor. Buying a bed can be overwhelming. With so much choice, how do you know if you've found the right one? Bedmatch at 40 Winks takes the confusion out of buying a bed. Our exclusive system calculates your support needs using leading edge technology. Our sleep specialists can then recommend the best sleep solution for you from our range of leading brand mattresses. Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsor. 
buy new shoes for Kim, get soccer uniform for Jack, pay for trumpet lessons. What are you doing there, Sandra? Oh, these school costs add up so fast. I don't know how we're going to afford it all this year. You should find out about Saver Plus. Saver Plus? What's that? It's a free program where ANZ matches your savings dollar for dollar. You can get up to $500 for education costs. Really? How do I join? Saver Plus is delivered in your local area by Berry Street. Participants must be adults receiving income from work with a health care or pensioner concession card. Call 1300 610 355 or look it up online. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Yeah, welcome back to the Bowl Show uh, with my special guest, Ash Williamson. We're now going to preview weekend pennant round three, and I'll kick off with uh, Division 7. I'm selecting Seymour to defeat Nagambi, Kyabram to defeat Merrigan, Rushworth to defeat Avenal. That'll probably be the match of the day. And Eildon to defeat Marupna Golf. In Division 6, I'm going for Violet Town to defeat Marupna, Shepparton Park to defeat Dookie, Yay to defeat Shep Golf, and Yaroa to defeat Alexandra. Division 5, Kai Abram to defeat VRI Seymour, Bye for Merrigan, Colbo to defeat East Shepparton at East and Murchison to defeat Tat Hilltop. That'll probably be the match of the day, the last game. Division 4, this is round 4 for Division 4. They started a week earlier. Uh, Seymour to defeat Tally, Alex to defeat East, a bye for Dookie, Yaroa to defeat Tat Hilltop, and Eildon to defeat Shep Park. Division 3, Abenal to go down to the visitors, Kai Abram. That That'll be the match of the day. VRI to defeat Rushworth. Shep Park will also lose to Marupna at Park. That'll be a pretty tight match as well. And Marupna Golf to defeat Shep Golf away. Division 2. Now you can come in here, Ash, with your expert selection. <laughs> We've got East playing Seymour on the um, outdoor rink. Yep, the quick one. On the quick green, we're going to go in there with... A plan to upset Seymour, the visitors. And I think, um, you know, you can definitely put yourselves in there with a chance. A good win last week against Tally Garupna. And, you know, Seymour having to travel up here probably won't know what to expect. Um, I don't know whether they would have played on that in Division 3, even against East Shepherd in, in recent seasons. They've obviously come up to Division 2 this year. So um, got some good players in there, though, Seymour. I think they start favourites, but um, I certainly give Tally, uh, sorry, East a chance. Yeah, I'd have to select Seymour on uh, on the personnel they've got. But uh, Johnny Pasternak's been a welcome addition to the club, Ash. Yeah, look... Um, he yeah. doesn't want to play Division 1, but he might get talked around, surely. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. We he was certainly... in awesome form last week. Yeah, look, and he's going to be a key for you today, especially on the quick carpet green. So uh, all, all the best to the Eagles. Okay, and we've got Kai Abram hosting Tat Hilltop. Kai Abram for mine, their depth's too strong across the, the top couple of grades and Tatura Hilltop, um, you know, in contrast, their depth sort of falls away a little bit. So Kai Abram for me. Yeah, Kai easily at home. Nagambi uh, hosts Telly Garupna. Telly yet to open their ice and I don't think Nagambi will... Um, they won't find it easy down there. I'm picking Nagambi. 
Yeah, look, I got, I got it wrong last week. I, I thought Nagambi would beat Kybram at home after upsetting Shep Golf at Shep Golf in round one, um, and it wasn't to be. But I'm going to give Nagambi another chance at home. I think they'll be too good for Tally, who, yeah, again, their depth from their Division One to Division Two drops away really quickly, and they haven't haven't had a win in the first two rounds. I find it hard to Yeah, well, they've lost a few players, haven't they, from their Division Two? Yeah, I think they've really got a lot of their eggs in the Division One basket. And, you know, if they have a couple unavailable or things like that and they're having to pull out a Division Two. Uh, I'm not sure there's, you know, a lot of bona fide Division One talent in their twos at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Shep Park hosts Shep Golf, and I think Shep Golf will be uh, too strong in this one. Yeah, look, I think um, they had the hiccup in round one against Nagambi, but um, I expect them to sort of really rebound now, and I think they'll be too good for, for them, for Park. And on to the big uh, the Premier League. As we could, as we should refer it to, refer it as. Uh, Shep Parker hosting Tat Hilltop. Park knocked off um, Kai Abram in an upset in the first round at home, but uh, they got a rude awakening from Tally Garupna, who haven't dropped the rink last week. Yep. Also at uh, well, they have dropped a rink now because they uh, played last night. Oh, did they? Well, there you go. Yeah, mate. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, look, I think... Um, right up with its stats. <laughs> I think um, I, I favour Hilltop in this one just based on having seen them last week. Um, they play with a lot of confidence, a lot of aggression, and I think that sort of, if they can get on top of Park early, um, Park sort of doesn't take the game on as much with their... Um, Park probably relies on keeping it close for as long as possible and then taking it right up to the to the you know the hundredth end or the ninety fifth end onwards sort of thing. If it's close up to that point, they'll think they're a chance. But the Boyds last week really dominated. You know they like playing the big up shots and things like that. Really um, trying to make numbers and Jason Carter was was too good for me. So I, I favour Hilltop at Shep Park. I do too. I think. Ted Hilltop. Uh, Losing Paul Warren as well is a big loss for them. You know, I know he skipped in recent years and they had dropped him down to third. He's had a, had a few issues with his calf or his Achilles, but um, you know they can't afford to be losing players like that at this stage of the season. Well, he's probably rated... Him and Graham Myers are probably their best two players. You wouldn't argue with that. Well, you know, Paul's a really good draw bowler and, and quite steady, and he, you know, he has had some decent results skipping in recent years. So He um, certainly has. Um... Marupna hosts Kai Abram. Um, Marupna um, were quite competitive against Shep Golf last week. They went down by 30-odd shots. Um, they got one rink. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Bruce Anselmi, I believe. Yep. Against, who was that against? Um, Brett Gunny. Or a tie, wasn't it? It was a tie, yeah. Yeah, a tie. Um, yeah, look, I think Kai Abram will be too strong. I mean, they bounced back last week against Yeroa. Uh, after the the, sh- the shock loss against Park in round one, I think they'll they'll handle Marupna pretty comfortably and start to build some momentum going into the season. They're, they're a bit of a new look side this year, Kai, with Josh Cartwright skipping. Stephen Pickett's a new addition as well. So uh, they'll take a while to sort of find their right combinations, but I think uh, they'll be too good for Marupna. Yeah, I'll go with Kai 16-2 in that one. Yaroa host, well, this was played last night. Now, I did. My recollection is that uh, I was told by a Yaroa person that it was on last night, but it, 
it didn't ring any bells. I was at work when it occurred. So yeah, look. Um, so tally only won by eleven shots, fourteen four, ninety four to eighty three. So they sort of um, just got over the line. Mark Ryan defeated Bill Taylor twenty six sixteen. So there was no Andy Houston for your role, which uh, would have been interesting how that would have impacted the overall result if he was there. Um, Mitch Sidebottom defeated Shane Drysdale 33-22, but Yaroa did get two rinks. Tony Kingma 24-17 against Guy Madigan and Ken Sutcliffe 21-18 against Kyle Pugh. So no David Dawes for Tally and no Adrian Pantling, obviously, um, and then no Andy Houston for Yaroa. So it would have been interesting to see if they had both had full sides in, but Tally just did enough to get over the line. Probably their class prevailed in the end. Yeah, well, that was a good result for Yaroa. Yeah, well, given that Tally hadn't dropped a rink in their first two weeks, um, you know, maybe the night conditions, I don't know. I can't recall Yaroa ever hosting a night game in recent seasons, so it might have been a first for them, and I'm not sure how that would have impacted the green. But, um, yeah, Tally looked like they're just the clear sort of top two side. And I've recalled who told me it was none other than Gary Farmer-Grant, one of yes. Shep Gold's very good players. Yeah, yep, he lives out, the, out towards that way. And the last game, Brian? Is East hosting the juggernaut, Shep Golf. Look, I think, um, if I said the other night, if East can get within 40 shots at home, uh, and we might snag a rink, but if we can get within 40 shots of Shep Golf. Uh, it'll be played outside on the um, on the very good carpet. Um, I think that's our best chance of, um, of you know pushing or being competitive against Shep Golf. But I think they'll I think they'll get every rink. Yeah, look, it's, it'll be a tough ask for us, particularly with a few changes. Um, you know, new new players in new positions and things like that. Melbourne, we'll see where we go. Cloud. That's all. You, all you can do is um, perform at your best. So it'll be very interesting. Um, midweek, we'll do a preview of round four coming up. Uh, I'll kick off the lower division. Division six, we've got Marupna White, who'll host Nagami and win. Rushworth will beat Colbo, and Marupna Blue will beat Avenal. Division five, Yaroa to defeat Park, Kai to defeat Violet Town, Tad Hilltop to defeat Seymour, and Merrigan to defeat East. Division four, Eildon to defeat Park, Murchison to defeat Dookie, Marupna Golf to defeat Shep Golf and Yaroa to defeat East. Division 3, VRI to defeat Avenal, Park to defeat Nagami, Marupna Golf to defeat Kai and Yamurka to defeat Avenal. I've got Avenal down there twice, they're going pretty well. <laughs> so I don't know what happened there, but anyway, I'll go from Yamurka to win whoever they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be Hilden or someone. No, it isn't. Division 2, Tad Hill top to go down to Park, Kai to defeat Tally, Shep Golf to defeat Seymour and Marupna to defeat East. And in Division 1, Ash, we've got Yaroa playing Rushworth. Uh, Yaroa for mine at home. Yaroa for me. Seymour are hosting Shep Park. Uh, Seymour at home. I'm going for Park in that one. Kai play East. Uh, Kai at home for me as well. Kai at home, but we'll give them a run for their money. Absolutely. And Tad Hilltop hosting Shep Golf. Shep Golf, comfortably. Yeah, Shep Golf for me too. Just a couple of quick commercial stats before the Baron comes on over there in Baruga. Uh, Kai Abram have got a open two bowls, triples on Wednesday, December the 6th, 9.30 start, four games of 12 ends. 
$90 per team includes lunch and afternoon tea. Ring Jan McFadgen or Rob Sini to get an entry in. Should be a good day. And East Shep have got their Gene and Roy Dallahay Memorial Ladies Triples Tournament Friday 24th of November, commencing 9.30 also. Three games at 10 ends, two bowl triples. Every fee, $60, includes lunch and afternoon tea. Phone Marilyn Cox to get your entry in for another top event. And I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Ashley Williamson very much for giving up his busy Saturday morning. <laughs> Wish him all the best skipping against golf today. Thanks for having me, Brian. Appreciate it. Hope you're back to winner at a Cox Plate. And until next week, remember, keep your bowl on the right bias. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. One of them sponsor. Patentina's BP service station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Patentina's BP service station. GB Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.